Is the seed in your heart growing and producing a harvest of righteousness? And what kind of soil does your heart have? Hi, this is Beth Jones, and welcome to my podcast. And today's topic is the seed in your heart. Recently, I changed the theme on my website at BethJones.net, and the header, which has a beautiful sunflower on it, and I love sunflowers. For those of you who don't know, the theme is the appearance of a website, like the clothes on a person, like a woman's makeup or her clothes or a man's in a shirt and his jeans or his suit. I think sunflowers are absolutely beautiful. And one of the reasons that I chose sunflowers for the header is that they seem to follow the sun all the way across the sky and they look toward the light. Even as sunflowers follow the sun in the light, may you and I as believers in Jesus Christ follow the sun and the light, Jesus. Now, I found out some fascinating facts about sunflowers when I was researching for this podcast, and this comes from mentalfloss.com. Sunflowers were cultivated in North America as far back as 3000 BCE for food, medicine, dye, and oil. And they were actually brought to Russia for royalty, and I thought that was just incredible. Sar Peter Peter the Great was so fascinated by the sunny, beautiful flowers that he saw in the Netherlands that he took some back to Russia, and by the 19th century, they were so popular that the country was planting 2 million acres of sunflowers a year. They need 6 to 8 hours of sun a day, and more sun is even better, so they need as much light as possible. The flower buds and the blossoms trap the sun as the earth moves during the daytime, and the mature flowers remain facing the east. Some flowers also have a history of healing, which I did not know this. Cherokee Indians use them to treat kidneys, while the Dakota Indians use them to soothe chest pain and pulmonary trouble. And every sunflower is actually thousands of tiny flowers. They reproduce. Once the heads no longer have seeds in them, they can be used as large scrubbing pads to clean things. And I just thought those were interesting trivia about the sunflower. Sunflowers have many different seeds in them, and the Bible has a lot to say about seeds and about sowing. Galatians 6, 7 says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked, for whatsoever one sows, that will he also reap. The very first verse in the Bible about seeds and sowing was Genesis 1:11 at creation. And God said, Let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed, and fruit trees bearing fruit, which is their seed, each according to its kind on the earth, and it was so. And Hosea Hosea 10.12 says, Sow for yourselves righteousness, reap steadfast love, break up your fallow ground, for it is time to seek the Lord that he may come and rain righteousness upon you. It's important that we look at the kind of seeds that we sow in our lives. In fact, author and speaker Joyce Meyer in her book, Help Me, I'm Married, says this, Happiness is found in a giving life lifestyle. Happiness is found in giving things away. Give away compliments to people who don't have any to give back to you. Give away time to people who need help. 
give away love to people who have never learned to express love themselves, and especially give these things to your own family too. Carry seed in your pocket all the time and look for opportunities to bring peace where there is chaos, harmony where there is dissension, and agreement where there is contention. Make a decision to be a radical blessing to your spouse, family, and world of influence. And again, that is in her book, Help Me, I'm Mary, which I'm reading right now. It's an excellent book. And Joyce is talking here about sowing seeds. What kind of seeds are you sowing in your life? Jesus shared a parable about a farmer scattering seed in Luke 8, 4 to 14. 15, excuse me, Luke 8, 4 to 15. I know this is a little long, but it's worth listening to. And as I read this passage, I want to encourage you to pray and ask God what type of soil that your heart is when God's word falls upon it. If you don't even want to listen to this, maybe that's a hint that your seed has been taken by the enemy Satan where it lacks deep roots, the soil of your heart lacks deep roots, or the cares of this world have choked out the good seed. One day, Jesus told a story in the form of a parable to a large crowd that had gathered from many towns to hear him. A farmer went out to plant his seed. As he scattered it across his field, some seed fell on a footpath where it was stepped on and the birds ate it. Other seed fell among rocks. It began to grow, but the plant soon wilted and died for lack of moisture. Other seed fell among thorns that grew up with it and choked out the tender plants. Still other seed fell on fertile soil. This seed grew and produced a crop that was a hundred times as much as have been planted. When he had said this, he called out, Anyone with ears to hear should listen and understand. His disciples asked him what this parable meant, and he replied, You are permitted to understand the secrets of the kingdom of God, but I use parables to teach the others so the scriptures might be fulfilled. When they look, they won't really see. When they hear, they won't understand. See, Jesus would a lot of times use parables, which were stories, to teach teach truth to people. And here he is telling people about seed and about especially the soil of our hearts. <clears throat> and Jesus then went on to explain the parable. The seed is God's word. The seeds that fell on the footpath represent those who hear the message only to have the devil come and take it away from their hearts and prevent them from believing and being saved. See, Satan, he wants to steal that seed. He doesn't, first of all, he doesn't want you and me to get saved or the people we loved. And then after we're saved, he wants us to keep us, he wants to keep us from believing and trusting in God and to doubt God, just like he did with Eve and Adam in the garden. And Jesus said, the seeds on the rocky soil represent those who hear the message and receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they believe for a while, then they fall away when they face temptation. So these are the people that they believe the Bible. They believe God's word and they're 
they're happy to receive it. They're happy to be saved. And then what comes along is temptation. Satan comes along and hits them in whatever area they're vulnerable in. And we all have those areas in our lives. And for each one of us, it's different. For some of us, it might be pride. For some of us, it might be lust. Others, it might be anger or fear, worry or stress, depression. Whatever it is, Satan will tempt you to try to cause you to disobey God and not believe him. Jesus said, the seeds that fell among the thorns represent those who hear the message, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the cares and riches and pleasures of this life. And so they never grow into maturity. And these are the people that, you know, you can get caught up in trying to make a whole bunch of money or uh, success in your ministry or your business or any number of things that can serve as distractions in your life. Entertainment, watching Netflix all day, all day long. Don't get me wrong. I love Netflix. I love uh, Amazon Prime movies watching a chick flit once in a while, but if that's all we're doing, or if we're on Facebook all day long, or Pinterest, or Snapchat, and, you know, we're not focused on the kingdom of God, that can crowd out the good seed of God's word. It says they never grow into maturity, and our goal as believers is to become the likeness of Jesus Christ, to become a mature Christian. Jesus said, and the, se the seeds that fell on the good soil represent honest, good-hearted people who hear God's word, cling to it, and patiently produce a huge harvest. And that would be a teaching in itself. Honest, good-hearted people. They hear it, they cling to it, and they patiently produce a, har a huge harvest. It doesn't say just a little harvest. It says a huge harvest. And the key here is hearing it, clinging to it, believing it, even the face of adversity and storms, and being patient to produce a huge harvest because we know that crops don't grow fast, and so it takes time. So I want to encourage you today to consider and pray if your heart soil is fertile, ready to receive and grow God's word and produce his righteous harvest, or if it's one of the other types of soil. Also, I want to encourage you to sow good seed into the life of others. Share this podcast with others and share with them about my speaking. I would love to come speak for your women's conference, retreat, or online event. And also my books. You can find out about my speaking at BethJones.net and also about the books that I've written at my Amazon author page at Amazon.com forward slash author, forward slash Bethan Jones. And I want to close today with Ecclesiastes 11.6. In the morning sow your seed, and at evening withhold not your hand. For you do not know which will prosper, this or that, or whether both alike will be good. And I want to close out with prayer today. I pray this has been a blessing and an encouragement to you today. Remember to receive the good seed of God's word into your heart. Ask God to give you the right soul in your heart to receive his word and then to act on it and obey it. And also for you to share the good seed with others. Sow it into others' lives. Sow your love. Sow your time. Sow your spiritual gifts. Sow your money into the life of others. Sow your 
your efforts into others' lives, and you will see a harvest. And remember to be patient because it takes time. God, I just thank you for this ability to share with other people your good word, your good seed. God, I just pray that you would help us with the soul of our hearts, for our soul and our heart to be prepared to receive it, God, with joy. And God, that the cares of this world, the enemy, Satan, distractions would not crowd out and choke out that seed. It would not be stolen. But God, your seed would bear much fruit. It would bear even a hundredfold blessing, a hundredfold harvest, an abundant harvest for your kingdom. God, I pray also that we would be sowers of seed, that we would sow the seed of your word, the good news of Jesus Christ, that he came to save us, to heal us, to restore us, to set us free and deliver us. God, and that you want to use us for your glory. I pray your blessing to be upon the listener and you would encourage and help them in whatever way they need help today. And God, they would begin to see the harvest of righteousness in their own life and in their family and loved ones. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is Beth at Betchens.net, and I pray that you have a blessed and beautiful day. And be sure to check out my website at Betchens.net and sign up if you're not already on my personal mailing list. And check out my books at my Amazon author page at www.amazon.com forward slash author forward slash Betham Jones. I just wrote a new book with a sunflower on it and an orange butterfly from despair to hope. It's my newest book in my metamorphosis series and be sure to check that out and I will see you later.